Good evening, everybody. My name is Jordan, and this is episode 72 of Sodom and I. And now we are on day five of our sixth part, uh, you know, Bible plan about the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? And now today, the title of this episode is, Is That You, Holy Spirit? Which is so crazy because that's exactly what I tested. <laughs> verbatim when I asked this morning but we'll get into that later so let's get into it remember the magic of radio we talked about a few days ago it feels magical but if you understand a little bit about radio waves towers and antennas some of the wonder fades (laughs) yeah hearing the holy spirit's voice is sort of the same way we never really lose the wonder but When we learn how God speaks, it can start to feel more natural. So, how do we know it's actually the Holy Spirit's voice in our head? It's not as hard as you think. Remember that God wants to speak to you and he built you to hear his voice. I will say that again. God wants to speak to you and he built you to hear his voice. When you hear or feel something you think might be God, you can run it through a few simple tests to be sure. First, test it against the Bible. Is that voice in your head asking you to do something that doesn't match up with God's character as described in the Bible? If so, then it's probably not the Holy Spirit because God never lies. He can't lie. God will never lie. And God will never direct us to sin or make wrong choices. He loves humanity deeply, even the people that you don't like. Mm-hmm. So sometimes he'll ask us to do things that we're sort of uncomfortable with, like giving someone a second chance after they hurt you or going out of your way to encourage someone you'd rather ignore. Yeah, <laughs> That's why reading the Bible is so, 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 so important. The Holy Spirit can use what you read in the Bible, what you read in the Bible to teach you about God's character so that when you hear his voice, it sounds familiar. Next, you can test it against your own selfishness. So first... We could test it against the Bible. Second, we could test it against our own selfishness. As humans, we are naturally selfish. Wow, Holy Spirit, you are awesome. So when that voice in your head says to do the unselfish thing or to think about someone else first, that's probably the Holy Spirit. You know how it feels when a parent or a teacher encourages you to do the right thing and you really don't want to do it? On the inside, you resist it. That little rebellious voice, that's not God. But the voice that's asking you to do what's right instead of what's easy, that might, that just might be the Holy Spirit. The final test. Does it sound like something Satan would do? First, does it, uh, does it align with the Bible? Test it against the Bible. Second, test it against your own selfishness. And finally, does it sound like something Satan would do? 
I know this one's probably obvious, but if you haven't read much from the Bible, it can be easy to confuse his voice for something good. Satan always makes things sound good, but one of the Holy Spirit's jobs is to give you something called discernment. Wow. Basically, that means the Holy Spirit will help you recognize when something is coming from Satan instead of God. So, if the voice in your head is asking you to do something that sounds a little off, but you can't quite pinpoint the reason, that's probably the Holy Spirit helping you recognize the wrong voice. Sometimes people can throw, people can throw God's name around like a badge to do and say some ridiculous and sometimes hurtful things. Don't do that. Don't shove the Bible down people's throats. God is a gentleman. He knocks. He will not push the door down. Don't do that. If you ever feel like God is telling you to do something that could hurt someone else, it's probably not God. There's actually a great bonus test. Boom! Bonus test. We can find in the book of Galatians. It talks about the fruit of the Spirit. Wow! Sorry. God is literally just blowing my mind today because he's been showing me all this stuff the past entire week. And it's all just been lining up with these plans that that in this one, normally I like to I like to prepare before. But this one, this one's just off top. You know what I'm saying? Wow. God is just so good. <laughs> I've been telling people about the fruit of the spirit all day today, y'all. All day today. This is why I said, look, we know who God is. He is good, but the things he does, my God, they always surprise me, not surprise me. They amaze me. The book of Galatians talks about the fruit of the spirit, which is love. Excuse me. Come on. I was trying to force that one down. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. The Holy Spirit's promptings will line up with those outcomes. Sometimes the Holy Spirit asks you to be a little more loving or patient or kind, but he'll never ask you to be the opposite. He'll never ask you to be impatient or hateful. And the great news is that if you aim to please God, he will honor the intent of your heart. And make his voice obvious. And Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. So don't worry. When he speaks, you'll recognize him. Excuse me again. <sighs> Literally did not start yawning until a few minutes ago. <laughs> Body, why do you do this to me? Stop doing this. I don't want you to do this. I want to read. I don't want you to interrupt me. I want to read the word and read about the word. So stop it. When he speaks, you'll recognize him. Tomorrow, we'll bring this all together. Now that you know who the Holy Spirit is and how he speaks, it's time to start a conversation with him. Mm, amen. So this one is John 10 and 1 through 15. 
one more time. Now it's getting like seconds apart. That's crazy to me. Crazy. I got I gotta find out how to stop yawning. Cause it literally only happens when I'm trying to do this. See that spiritual they the spirit spiritual battles be 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 hidden, man. Let me do what I need to do. Get the head, Satan. Stop bothering me. Go away. Verse 1. Verily, verily. Listen, listen. I say unto you. He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way. The same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him... The porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. I'm highlighting that. And a stranger, a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. And I'm going to go ahead and highlight that one too. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were, they were which he spake unto them. He didn't, they didn't get it for real. Then Jesus said unto them again, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. I am the door of the sheep. I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers but the sheep did not hear them amen i am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture highlighting that as well the thief cometh not but for to steal and to steal and to kill and to destroy I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not seeth the wolf coming mm -hmm, and leaveth the sheep and fleeth and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is a hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep. I am known of mine. Mm, I'm highlighting that one too. This is poetry, man. As the father knoweth me, even so I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. It's so crazy how Jesus, Jesus was literally telling them like exactly what was going to happen and they didn't even understand. And I know I, 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 man, there's people who will literally sit here and argue. I read the whole Bible, but you don't know Jesus. How is that so? How is that so? I, how is that so? How can you read the Bible and not ask for wisdom and discernment like the Bible says to do? Are we so conceited that we think we know more than the man, excuse me, than the than the God who created us? Are we so selfish, big-headed, conceited, 
and in and, and everything in between that we think we know more than the person who is the creator of the universe, the God of the universe. We got to we got to tone it back. We got to fall back a little bit, y'all. I got to fall back, too, because I'm looking I'm looking for something right now. And, and every everything I'm doing is just not working. And, you know, I thought I was past this, but <laughs> this is why God is never done being a teacher, because as humans, we will always fall back into our ways. And this is why we have to stick close to him. I'm just going to let God do his thing because clearly I am not the one in control. <laughs> but I, I, I need y'all to pray for me. Pray for me because Lord, just Lord. Now we're in Romans chapter 8 verses 5 through 17, right? For they, <clears throat> For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit the things of the spirit i'm gonna highlight that because i think i have the niv but I'm re- i've been reading in kjv for this for the mo- for the most part for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace thank you god because the carnal mind is anemone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i said that yes i did against god enmity there we go against god For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So, so then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Underlining that as well. I'm going to have to show this to somebody soon. I already feel it. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Mm. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Spitting, Lord, you spitting. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies. By his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. Highlighting that as well. Let me do that in blue. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. I love calling God Abba. I gotta highlight this. This one gotta be in pink. Ah! Abba holds, he holds a special place in my heart. Yes, he does. Thank you, Abba. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Oh, I got to highlight this in pink. My God, my God. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me. 
let me highlight 15 through 17 is highlighted in pink baby this is poetry if children then heirs heirs of god and joint heirs with christ so mm, mm. if so be that we suffer with him that we may be also glorified together my god my god you are so good ah uh, that moved me just now that just moved me joint heirs with christ the same power that raised christ from the dead dwells in us that's bible do y'all do y'all do y'all feel how how not heavy but light that is does that make y'all feel light, man? I, I'm, I'm like convicted right now. Ah, I feel so good. God is so good. Now we're in Galatians 5 and we're going to read 16 through 25. This I say then, walk in the spirit and, sh and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I'm going to highlight that in my beige. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Which are these? Adultery fornication, uncleanness, lavishness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. That was a uh, 17 things and such like. Hmm. Of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, I've told you this before, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And here we go. Mm, mm, and I got to highlight this one in pink. Hold on. I got to I'm just finna highlight the rest in pink, Lord. And that is, those are, excuse me, verses 22 through 26. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Mm. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust if we mm, if we live in the spirit if we live in the spirit if we live <laughs> if we live in the spirit let us also walk in the spirit let us not be desirous of vain glory provoking one another envying one another and that's the end of day five mm. Let me go back to that real quick. Not now. Go back. You're number five. Let's go back to that last one. That kind of lines up with, uh, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. I low-key was like, 
I don't know why I was felt like I needed to say that last night, but I did. If you pray, but you don't have faith, why should your prayers be answered? If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. You gotta live like Christ, ma. If you want to be like Christ, if you, if you're, if we're, we're heirs. Well, let me go back to that last one. We're heirs, joint heirs with Christ. How do you, how do you, how do you say that you believe in God? How do you say that you, that you believe in Jesus Christ and that you, that you appreciate the Holy Spirit, but the faith is not there. Faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. We have to change how we're living, guys. We have to. Bro, he's he's trying to help us. He's trying to help us. Let me go back to read all those things that he said. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. And you know what? Let's talk about this real quick. There is a way that looks to be right. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the uh the verse i'm i'm finna search it up there is a way that looks right but in the end it still leads to death there is a way and i know i know the that seems right there is a way that seemeth right unto man but in the end there yes proverbs 16 let me actually go back cuz i think i just saw more than one go back go back all right, yeah. Boom. Proverbs. Proverbs be spitting. But Proverbs 16, 25. Let's do 14, 12 first. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And I'm finna say something that not a lot of people are gonna like. But you know what? I don't care because I'm trying to help y'all. I'm trying to help us. As to, I'm trying to help the kingdom of God. And I've been feeling this for such a long time because I used to be a part of this. I used to be a part of this. And I feel like that's why God is utilizing me to help, you know, help us. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Right? A lot of us nowadays, you know, try and get into spirituality. Sorry, Lord. I always try and take off my shoes before I start um, doing this, but I just came straight from Bible study, you know, and I'm like, I'm going to get this. I want to make sure I, I keep my word to myself and do this, this podcast. So sorry, Lord, I repent for, for doing that because I like to keep my shoes off when I'm in the presence of God for real, you know, but there is a way that seemeth right unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. Wow. Literally the exact same verse. But God is trying to help. He's trying to tell us. A lot of us nowadays with this new age spirituality. We like to do affirmations and manifestations and stuff like that. That falls into divination and witchcraft. Hear me out. Just because it makes you feel good does not mean it is right. Just because it makes you feel good does not mean it is right. <laughs> Life is not just about, about, about feeling good and doing things that help you be a better person. Life is about following Christ. 
You need the word on your heart. We don't need affirmations. I'm going to have a good day today. These people don't deserve how I'm feeling. I get that. That's helping you be a better person. But what what is your defense against the devil when he comes to your mind? The only thing that can fight him off is the word of God. We don't need affirmations on our heart. We need the word of God on our hearts. And you know, if you do this and this makes you not like me, it is what it is. Because at the end of the day, I got a God who loves me. Okay? My God loves me. We don't need affirmations. Affirmations is not, that. that's not what's going to protect us from the devil. He is a roar. He walks around like a roaring lion. And we read that yesterday. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yesterday, I think I just read that just now, actually. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. If you don't have the word of God on your heart, how are you going to protect yourself? The word of God is our sword and shield. Oh, my God. Let me go to Psalm 23. Let me go to Psalm 23. Because I'm, I'm hot right now. I'm heated right now. Because... We be, we be doing all this stuff for ourselves, being selfish. You know what I'm saying? Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Yea, though I, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, my God, ah, ah, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thy rod and thy staff, thy sword and thy shield. The word of God, the word of God comforts me. It's supposed to comfort you, not affirmations, not trying to manifest stuff. You're trying to make stuff happen yourself. You know what I'm saying? I used to be a part of that crowd. You know, I used to think life was like, oh, it's going exactly how I want. Big cap. It was not going exactly how I wanted it to. God was giving me these things that I was trying to manifest and stuff like that. And in the end, it still did not give me the result that I wanted. I wanted a husband. I ain't in a relationship no more, baby. I'm single. I'm single right now. And I want a husband that 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 has God on his heart, that has the word of God on his heart. Because I want someone who 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 is able to to be my spiritual head. You know what I'm saying? Someone where I can be his strength. You know what I'm saying? Someone who is serious about God. I don't want to be first in his life. It's supposed to be God, then me. Because you know what? If we get into disagreements, that we, you know, we figure it out ourselves. If you have a quarrel with the brothers, speak to them and hash it out, you know, between each other. And then go to God and pray about it. That's what I want. That is what I need in a husband. Because God says it's it's better to be married than burn with passion. And I would not be burning with passion about wanting to be married if God didn't place it on my heart. Bro. We don't need no affirmations. We need the word of God to be in our minds and on our hearts because that is what is going to protect us. My husband needs a praying wife. And you know what, baby? I pray hard. I pray so hard. Ah, I pray so hard. Bro, we don't need no affirmations. It's cool. I am beautiful. You know, I, I am blessed. I am highly favored. It's like you, you literally, oh my gosh, literally, if you just said the word of God, you would not only eradicate those feelings from you, 
but you would fix the problem from the root, which is your soul, which is the sin that lives inside of you. You need you need the word of God to drive out that sin, to clean us, to get that uncleanliness out of us and to replace it with God's goodness. We don't need affirmations. We need God. We need the word of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. You got the word in your heart. You got Jesus in your heart. God is in your heart. Holy Spirit literally, literally is inside of you. That's the whole purpose that Jesus died. That's the whole purpose that he was killed. He laid down his life, but he was murdered. He was murdered for us. And he allowed it to happen. He died that way he could leave us a comforter. The spirit of truth. And that is a whole thing that we're reading about today. Thank you. You are a full circle God. I thank you. So guys, please. You know, I made a covenant earlier this year. We shall not beg nor borrow. So I'm not going to say I beg. I will say I suggest Get like stop doing all the affirmations. Stop doing all the affirmations and replace it with the word of God. Count it all joy. Do everything as if it's unto God and watch all those negative feelings. I'm literally a witness to this today. <laughs> today. Today, literally today I had to do this. I have to do this just about every day. But you just uh, this is why you have to read the Bible. That way the word will be on your heart. So get rid of the affirmations and start opening up your Bible and have it on your heart. Because as much as we don't want to be, oh, it's not witchcraft, it's not divination. Yes, it is. Just read the Bible. Just read the Bible. Matter of fact, ask the Holy Spirit, the, for the Holy Spirit for guidance to where in the Bible it says that this falls into it. He don't need you to manifest. He needs you to have the word of God in and on your heart. But with that, I'll leave because I have to be up at 345 in the morning, which means I have to be asleep within the next 30 minutes. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you guys so much. I love y'all so much. If God, if, if, if God did not love us, he would not correct us. So set your ego aside. Set your pride aside and just listen and be obedient to what the Holy Spirit is utilizing me to tell you guys. Please, I will not say I beg. I will not say I beg, but I, I highly suggest that you just take heed and really understand this and, and just send this to your friends that you feel, you know, utilize the crystals and utilize everything i used to do all of that stuff i still have some of my crystals but i don't utilize for them for the same thing these are just decoration pieces now they real pretty god still created them but he didn't create them for me to worship them because that's what it is if you utilize crystals you worship them you you charge them you put them in the sun you know what i'm saying you put them in the sun put them in the moonlight, flow them under some water. Why are we doing it? God gives us everything we need. He is a provider. Jehovah Rapha, my provider. Rofi Rapha, my provider. He gives us everything we need. He can give us 
more than we need, which he already does. God doesn't have to do anything for us, but we still try and take everything into our own hands to make it happen. Oh, man. We got to get rid of that stuff, bro. We got to clean ourselves out. I'm going to get baptized again, y'all. And I know y'all don't know how big that is for me. But I asked about baptism uh, uh, probably about like, what is it? It's, it's May, about a year ago at church, you know, and they were working on it. And then in the meeting that we had yesterday for the aspiring leaders, pastor said that we going we going to get it on and popping and i was like yes and he was like ah, jordan's happy yes jordan is happy jordan is so happy i'm saved but i feel like i want to be baptized again oh my god oh my god god is so good but listen listen like in all actual seriousness get rid of that stuff get rid of it from your heart from your mind from your body from your soul because you cannot protect yourself with affirmations you just redirect your mind and that's not good enough for satan he's gonna be like man you don't know him for real you ain't got it on your heart that's why uh i'm gonna keep bothering you I'm going to keep making all this stuff happen. And God's going to allow it to happen until you realize. So because you don't realize, I'm going to have my fun. <laughs> I'm going to have my fun. And he's going to let me. And whether or not you choose, whether or not we choose to realize it, like we, every, our, our lives really do depend on how we utilize our free will. But we're going to get into that another time because I got to close. I'm just, I just got fired up. I just got fired up and that has been on my heart for a little minute now. Get rid of the affirmations and, and get a hold of the word of God. Amen. You guys have a blessed night. Continue being a blessing unto others. Stay positive. Stay productive. And I love you. But God loves you infinitely more than I do. Have a wonderful night.